Hello? Can you hear me? Okay, yeah. stay right there. I actually kind of want to get something to eat. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, can you just basically interview me, please? Okay, and we're going to start from... Um, let's see, let's start from what happened to me the first how about, time. How about uh-huh. you, like, explain it yourself, but just, okay. like, and just then know that I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But can you keep asking me stuff if I can't say it? Um, okay. okay. Yes. No more, like... Hold on. No more. Hey, guys. It's Bianca the pot. No. No. This makes sense now. Okay. But it's like I have this fear, but it's in my body. But I'm in my bed. Like, nobody's going to do anything to me. But here we go. Oh, fuck. Okay. Mm, The amount of times I've tried to record this. Okay. I'm trying to remember what happened. I was driving. (coughs) So I've been doing this. Okay. Where did I even start? Oh, fuck. I don't even know where to start, Esme. Just pick one thing and start from there. Okay. Well, you can see a lot about me, right, on the internet now, obviously. I've been... I mean, everything's on there. Nothing more to explain other than the fact that I want to explain what happened to me. Um, in 2017... Was it 2017? My, I've been doing this since I was a kid. I've been happy as a kid. I've been good as a kid. Healthy. Everything's fine. Um, I was fine until I went to Seattle to go see a couple companies. I went to go see. It doesn't even fucking matter. Amazon. What? Like all these other companies. All these companies. I went to business school, right? I didn't really like business school. Um, I didn't like the idea of money. I've never have. Um, I grew up with almost like my parents didn't have anything with me. I've gotten it like taken away from me. I've gotten it given to me. Like money comes goes up and down, right? For me, I think I see it that way because of what happened to me, and it all really makes sense now. And I'm not gonna like get tearful about this because this shit pisses me off. Um, but basically, starting. And, um, that, um, when I came back from Seattle, I was fasting and I wasn't eating, but I usually do that. Like when I get really excited, like, of course you're not going to fucking eat. Like, it's kind of like when you're in love, you're not going to eat. I was excited. I was looking at these companies. I'm like, oh my gosh, my dreams are coming true. Like, I love this school. Like, look at, like, look at this stuff that I'm getting, like things that I didn't see growing up, you know? And when I came, um, I was just so excited. I was staying up, like, literally watching the sunrise, being happy on this trip, talking to people that I didn't know, just, you know, being me and being very observant as I've always have been and very, like, me. And when I, um, basically, when I, when I got back from Seattle, I was acting like, like, a little... I don't know, different, not different, but I was just happy, but I was just excited because I saw these companies, I was talking really fast, it's kind of, kind of like when you're just so excited, like, you're just, like, talking, 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 talking. oh my gosh, like, this and that and that, like, you're, like, you're literally connecting the dots super quick, like, you can think fast, right, well, I don't know, my parents were concerned, they're like, she's not sleeping, or she seems like she's not sleeping, why is she talking so quick, and, I mean, 
our household's really like I don't know. There's a lot of psycho, like um, a lot of problems. You know, mental health stuff going on there. I mean, who doesn't have anything like that nowadays? And well, my mom had called the the non-emergency on me because it wasn't an emergency. And then the cops came to get me. I mean, not not like that. Okay, hold on. The cops came. They talked to us, and I was just like, I don't know what they're talking about. Like. I don't know what's going on with them. Both of them were like, we're worried about here, blah, blah, blah. I was literally just, like, excited, you know? I was excited because I saw things at UT Austin that I never had seen in my whole fucking life or I never thought I would ever see. Dreams, things that I wanted in my life that I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's possible, you know? I always knew things were possible. I mean, I'm, I've been smart since I was a kid, like, you know, like, I, I wanted to go to heart like I had like big dreams to go to a big ass school. I wanted like when I went to, uh, where was it? Like I went to uh, I went abroad. Like I wanted to go to Oxford. Like I had all these things in my mind that I wanted to do, right? And basically, like that day, they came and they got me, and they were just like, "Okay, you can either go to the hospital or you can come with us." And I was like, "I'm not going to the hospital. Like nothing's wrong with me." And they're like, okay, you can come with us. And so I went, and they put me in handcuffs in front of my neighbors. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I started crying, like, because I was so fucking embarrassed. And then I'm like, what the hell did I do? Like, I didn't even fucking do shit. Like, what, because I'm fucking, like, excited? I was mad for the longest time at my parents. Whatever, that's over. I'm not mad anymore. But I was sitting in the, in the cop car, and I was talking to the cops, just like a normal person. I was like... Voila, I'm just like sitting in the car because I was just like it's just a car like I was trying to trick myself to think that like it's nothing serious then they took me to what the mental hospital and it just looks like a, a little place right and I got in there and they're like okay we're gonna sit you down do a little psych eva- evaluation whatever and, and they were like doing that and I'm just like okay they made me pee in a cup you know like I don't know to check if I was on drugs or something and then um when they were talking to me, it was basically like a like it felt like an interview. You know, I always talk I talk a lot anyways. Um I was talking to them, blah blah blah, and I was just like, I see these things and it's like blah blah blah. Like just talking, talking a lot. Obvious and the thing is too, remember this is how it probably looked. Think about it. I wasn't really eating that well. Um, a lot, but it was like and I, I think the main thing it wasn't even not eating. Like it's like I was eating healthy, you know? It had nothing to do with like the whole fasting thing. It was just more of the fact that like I don't, I was fine. Like there's no reason to explain how I looked, okay? <clears throat> but I guess like I probably looked like tired. You know, my eyes probably looked a little tired or something. I don't know. But they evaluated me and they're probably like, okay, she's crazy. She's talking too much about I don't know, whatever. And then they put me in the hospital thing, like in another thing. And I was sitting there laying on the bed. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? How long am I going to be in here for? And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just lay down. I I, I laid uh, on the bed, like, upside, like, like laying down with my feet up. Kind of, like, pretending like I was in my room. And they were just staring at me from the, like, other side of the window. Like, I was a fucking animal. You know, like, a cage, and I was in a cage. And I was just like, how long is this going to take? And they're like, a couple hours. They're looking at me. And I'm like, why do I feel like I'm being watched? Like, I'm a fucking experiment, you know? Like, I'm a freaking monkey, you know? And then, and then there was another guy who was like, 
mentally ill laying on the bed and he was probably like homeless or something like that and I went and I was curious you know I'm curious so I went over there and I looked at him and then I was just like like I don't know I just I looked at him and they were like leave him alone get out get out get over here like he can hurt you or whatever like what do you mean he's just laying down you know and then I look at another room and there's a little square a little um to look through the window and there's a guy in there too that they locked him up, right? Because he's, what, mentally disabled? Mentally, like, crazy? Whatever. They, you want to call people that are, like, have psychological problems? Whatever. And I just didn't think that was right. And I just looked at it. And I was just, like, confused. Like, what the fuck am I doing in here? And then I look over at the window. And I see this girl, like, the nurse, quote-unquote nurse, get her phone out. And she's just talking shit about me on her phone. And she's just like... Oh, this poor girl, like, she's in here in the mental, like, just feeding into the drama of, like, whatever, like, talking about me instead of, like, helping me as a, a nurse or a doctor or whatever. And then I, what I did was I was obviously angry. Uh, I didn't want to be in there. And when you're mad, you're going to get mad. It's like, ma- imagine being in my position, locked up, like you're in jail and you don't belong in jail. Like, locked up, like, these people that are in jail for something that they didn't do. Locked up because, like, what? Because they look at us and they think, like, we have problems. And then um, I hit the window, the thing, the the glass thing, I hit it. And I was just like, what the fuck? I'm like, when are y'all going to let me out of here? And when I did that, obviously, that kind of looked violent. And it wasn't violent. It was just more frustration on me wanting to get out. So what did they do? They all of them ganged up on me. It was six nurse, six nurses and a doctor. Okay, and they sedated me, and they put me to sleep. And I didn't want to. I was scared. I was fucking scared. And I was just like, I can't fight this. I can't fight this, whatever this is. And they sedated me like I was a fucking. I don't know, like an animal, like a crazy fucking animal, like what they do to freaking like gorillas and stuff, and like all these like animals, you know, they they sedated me like I was a freaking beast. And I just remember nothing. I just fell asleep. I don't remember anything. I don't remember how I got to the next place. I remember they took a picture of me and I need to fucking find that so I can show you. They took a picture of me, put a little band around my arm and it had, um, a picture of me with obviously looking a little crazy because I was tired. My, like, they sedated me, so my eyes were like literally like do- like drooping, and I didn't remember anything. I remember sitting on the table and I couldn't think, and I was just like sedated. And I had a doctor just being like, "So blah blah blah," and I signed papers. I don't fucking remember what I signed, but I signed it. I basically fucking signed my life away to this hospital for a week. Okay. And I, and I was there for a week, okay? And I, and I was crying every day because I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in here? I don't belong in here. And then every day I was crying. And I remember I was so scared to the point where I was so, like, traumatized that I couldn't even talk. I couldn't use my tongue. I couldn't talk. And I pulled the phone off the... I, I grabbed the phone and I put it off the from the wall and they, they let us call our parents or whoever like or whoever we could and I called them and I was like 
and I couldn't, I was like, uh, I couldn't even talk. Like, I couldn't move. My jaw was locked. I couldn't move. And, you know, it's crazy. It's for years my jaw, had, I had TMJ because of how much stress I had on my jaw of sleeping. And I clenched because I was so afraid and so stressed out. And that has nothing to do with this story, but I'm just, listen. And then, oh, fuck. And then when, um... When I I couldn't even talk to my dad, he was just crying on the other end. And both of my obviously my parents didn't think I was ever gonna get out of there. We didn't know what was going on. We didn't know. None of us knew what bipolar was. None of us understood what this was. This, these illnesses, all of this stuff has been going on for years, and nobody really knows what bipolar is, right? There's nothing really. There's information online, but there's no cure. I guess you could say to bipolar. <sighs> And so, basically, they told me, you have bipolar disorder. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And they're like, you have bipolar disorder. And I'm like, the first thing I thought about was, like, you're bipolar. Like, you're crazy. That's the first thing I thought about. I'm like, oh, I must be crazy. I'm in the hospital, you know? And they're like, here's, here's some medicine. Take your, take your medicine. And I'm like, no, I don't want to take any medicine. The first time I was at the hospital, I was like, I'm not taking medicine. I never, ever took medicine. I'm like, the only medicine I'm taking is Tylenol. And that's the only medicine I'm going to take. And they were like, no, you need to take this medicine. And I'm like, I'm not going to take the medicine. And I was like fighting and I'm like, I'm not going to take it every day. I'm not going to take it. And I was just crying because I was literally, I didn't know when I was going to get out. And there was a lady in there. Her name was Dora, who was my roommate. And she told me, mija, she's like, si quieres salir de aquí, vas a tener que ponerte fuerte. Porque hay muchas personas que quieren estar aquí. And what that means is, she was just telling me if I really want to get out of there, I need to show them that I do not belong in there, that I'm not crazy. Because I was telling her, I go to school, like, why am I in here? And she was just like, show them that, like, what you want them to see. You need to show them, like, that you're strong and that you can get out of here. And I look at her, and she had, like, marks on her arms from, like, heroin or something. I don't know. And she, it hurt me to see her that way. And so what I did is I just, you know, I accepted it, but I didn't take anything. And I didn't take anything. And like what I did was I slept all day because I was so depressed just being locked up. Imagine being like a freaking, like a, like a bunny being locked up in a a small little cage. Of course it's going to die, you know, or a dog that's in a cage. Of course it's going to like, Nah, it's going to be depressed and sad. And so I felt like that. And the way I feel right now, very, like, vulnerable. This is how I felt because I knew I wasn't crazy, you know? Oh, my God. This is so crazy to me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cry. I like, ugly. But, my, like, my, I lost my, like, literal voice. And I had strep, like, throat, throat for years, dude, of how much stress I had thinking that I was fucking crazy. And... I remember I would just sleep, I would shower, I would stay in the shower, and I was just like, am I hearing things? Am I hearing a phone? Like, do I hear something? Like, and I started, my brain started making me think I was hearing things. And I was like, no, Bianca, stop. And I would look at my hands, and I'm like, pay attention to the water. Pay attention to what's here, like, right now. And so I just, like, listened to the water, and I was just, like, calm, and I was just like, I didn't do anything to go get in here. 
and, and they were just like, okay, guys, routine, time to do the routine. Okay, seven o'clock, come on, wake up, let's go, let's go eat, let's go to lunch. Okay, let's go to sleep. Okay, wake up, let's go to sleep. Medicine, go to sleep. Wake up, guys, take your medicine, let's go to sleep. Same fucking routine every fucking day. And that felt like a whole year. Think of hearing that shit every fucking day. Okay, guys, wake up. Let's go over here. Take your medicine. Okay, let's go get lunch. Okay, let's go back. Go outside, go smoke. Okay, come back in. Let's color. All the shit that we've been told since we were fucking kids. Color between the lines. Okay, guys, let's get to the desk. Okay, guys, it's, you know, let's go to work. Because when you go to work, you got to pick a job. And that's the job you're going to live for, you're going to do for the rest of your life. You're going to have to work that job. And you're going to have to get paid. And you're going to, you want to be rich. You want to buy a house and this and that, right? That's all we hear when we're growing up. That's all. Like, dream big. Like, well, what do you want to do when you grow up? Okay? And... <sighs> It's it's crazy how, like, my mind is literally quiet right now because of, like, I have no more anxiety because the anxiety was just my fear from, like, thinking that I was fucking crazy for five fucking years of my life. And I remember I was just tired. It was Friday. I'm like, I want to go back to school. I want to go back to school. I'm missing fucking school. I'm missing university. I'm, I'm in business school. And I was literally, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to look crazy. I know who I am, and I had to remind myself who I was. And that day, I told them, like, I'm reading these laws right now. And I'm like, I have I have rights. I'm like, so you're either going to get me out of here, and you're going to get me a doctor to talk to me? Or I'm, I'm going to have to, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm like, I need to speak to someone. And they kind of looked at me like, you're crazy. Like, you're what are you talking about? And they're like, no, you have to wait. Wait for a doctor. You got to wait for a doctor. And I'm like, for what? Like, I'm fine. I'm not taking, like, I have a counselor at the university. I, I'm fine. And then they were just like, no, like, you, you're not, you're going to wait for the doctor. You're going to wait for the doctor on Monday. The doctor comes in on Monday. And I'm saying it like that so you can hear how terrifying that was in my fucking mind as a freaking 19-year-old. And I was like, no, I'm not crazy. I kept telling myself I'm not fucking crazy because I know who I am. And I tried reminding myself every fucking day I was in there. And I just told her, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I use my logic like I do with my exams. I use my logic like I do with, like, anything. The logic that we all have in our fucking brain to think of, like, how to problem solve something. That's what I did. And so I told her, okay, um, I, wait, I waited for her to leave. And okay, this might have been manipulation, whatever. I waited for her to leave and I called this other nurse that was there. And I was like, Hi. You know, I lied to her, and I was just like, hi, like, or not even lied, I just freaking told her, like, hey, like, I go to university, and I was just like, you know, being nice, and not like this, I'm just angry right now, <sighs> and I, I told her, hi, um, I have a doctor at school, blah, 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 not a doctor, a counselor at school, and, like, I really, like, I'm fine, I've been taking Tylenol, I'm good, and she's all like, but what about your meds, and I'm like, I don't need meds, you know, for my brain like I don't need it and then I'm like I'm perfectly healthy and like she and and she was like okay and she got the information for like the counselor I called my counselor at the time 
at UT and I was just like yeah uh, I'm like I'll explain it later when I get to school I'm fine and he's just like what did you do and I'm just like I'm fine I'm like I'll explain and so they, I was she got the binder out they like did a little assessment on me I was perf- perfectly fine obviously and then uh, they were like okay you're good and as soon as I saw her sign that paperwork I knew I was fine like I was literally free to go and the other nurse came and she was all mad at me and she was just like why Why are you leaving right now like how did you do that whatever and I'm just like what do you mean like I'm fine I already told you like can I get my bag to leave and honestly at that point I didn't give a shit about anything my parents were bringing me books all this stuff like that to read they were crying for me and all this stuff that and like I'm just like it felt like a fucking nightmare a literal movie like a a thriller like a psychological thriller like it felt like a, a scary as fuck like I never was gonna get out of there and they go around my little paper bag with my little stuff and I got out of there right and as soon as I got in the car I'm like mom I want to go back to school and she's like no mija we missed you like obviously she was freaking emotional she was scared you know she didn't want to let me go I was gone for a week you know they didn't know when I was gonna get out and then um so they drive me home. They're like, no, can you stay with us for a week? And I was just pissed off. I'm like, no, I literally wasted a fucking week of my life in the hospital. And they just tried to tell me that I'm bipolar. And I don't even know what that means. You know, I mean, I knew what that meant. Like growing up, I was always researching stuff. So I knew like what it meant technically, but I didn't know what the whole situation meant about me, like my identity and what as a person. So I just like, we didn't really learn much about it. I mean, I knew about it, but we didn't think like at first like we were just like you have bipolar disorder like we didn't understand you know and so then um and then I what happened I get I took a medical withdrawal because my mom was just like nagging me to stay home but that made me so depressed because school made was like the I've always loved school love school was like the love of my life and school was like everything to me and, like, learning was everything to me. Being at UT was literally my life, like, everything to me. And it was, it brought me, like, happiness, made me feel like things are possible. And when I, like, had to stay home because of this stupid shit that happened to me, it just hurt me. And it brought me down, like, very low because I was so happy. I got into a fucking good-ass school, you know, business school. And, like, and then that happened. And so then... um. I ended up um, taking a medical withdrawal and I had to sign up to be like a medically, dis- I mean, mentally disabled, which sucked because I was like, what the fuck does that mean that I'm disabled, that I'm not able to do stuff? And the way I'm talking right now, how low I talk, like this voice, this is how low I talk every fucking day for a whole year and a half. Because <laughs> I, I was, I was like depressed and I was sad and I was just like, eating a lot and the lithium that they gave me literally made me stay in bed all day it felt like I was like eating like poison the water that I drank didn't <laughs> fuck sorry it didn't even taste like water anymore like I couldn't even taste it like Ozarka water was disgusting to me I'm sorry Ozarka but like it was disgusting like it tasted like poison in my mouth and I remember I told my mom, like, I don't want you buying me, like, those waters anymore. I thought it was the water. And I was like, it's maybe some meds. And they're like, maybe it's because you have to try all these types of medicine to fix your brain, right? I went through, like, 
fucking 14 medicine. I don't even know. I have to pull that up. It's like on the CVS thing. Never once did I ever take medicine. Once. Okay. And not even like birth control because like, that's another thing too. I'll freaking touch on. But, oh my God. And so then when I, I had to start taking that, I had to take it every day. I gained like 45 pounds. Okay, and I already, I always looked like this. And I gained 45 pounds, and I looked like those fucking pictures that I did for years. And I was depressed. And you you know me, as we, you saw me, like, oh, we were trying so hard to work out. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't. Like, it was so fucking hard because our brains, it's hard. It's hard to work out. And then school, work, and this whole routine of, oh, my gosh, we have to get make money, make money, make money. Literally, money is, like, the only fucking thing that stresses us out. Is this fucking money? And then I ended up. Um, I went back to school. It was really hard, but I took the same freaking professors, everyone, and like they helped me. You know, they gave me like I got scholarships. I talked about my story, even though it was hard. It took me a really long time to start opening up about it, but I knew like I really wanted to because these people made me feel like I was fine. Like, my, my mental health was fine. Like, I was a normal person, even though I was taking meds. Um, and I don't know. Like, I didn't really talk to friends. And for years, like, when my friends would be like, hey, come out with us. Come out with us. I was like, no, I can't. Like, I don't want to because I didn't feel good. I was depressed. And um, then again, in, a year later, I tried stopping the medicine and I felt good, but then again, my parents thought I was I was thinking fast again, moving too quick, whatever. I don't fucking know. There's no, I don't know. They have their side of the story. I don't know. You know, I've always been like this. I always stay up till four in the morning, five in the morning, do projects. I've always been that kid that gets so excited to work on stuff that I leave it last minute. I've always been like very like just quick to think, quick to learn, like all of this stuff. Like, literally ask anybody. I can literally do anything that you need me to. And so I knew there was nothing wrong with me. But this time, when I went back to Austin, I had, when I was feeling good again, like, I mean, I always felt good, but I don't know, Austin just made me, I guess being in Austin made me this person that I am. Um, I've always been, like, this person, but Austin just made me feel, like, more, um, like, like I belonged more. Um, and I, like, one of the things I can explain with that is that, like, in high school, I remember they put us in the line, and they were doing, like, this little thing, like, and it was for government, and they were just like, okay, if you're pro-guns, go on this side, and if you're, um, like, not, or whatever, you know, guns, and then abortion, and all these freaking, like, two sides, two sides, two sides, I was literally always in the middle for all of them, because I was just like, it doesn't doesn't make sense like what 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 are the problems here like this it really depends on what the situation is and I was just in the middle and going back to the story of when I was in Austin my parents I had drove into Austin and you know I love fucking driving like in my music and I was speeding a little bit but like whatever it just gave me a rush like the music just like made me feel good and then what's funny is I was going like what a hundred miles an hour probably, and I didn't even get a ticket until like I got off at the exit, and I was going maybe fifteen over, 
I don't know. And I get pulled over by this cop and he's, you know, a white cop. And I was anxious because I've never been pulled over by a cop. I'm the one of the best drivers ever. And I was scared because the first thing I thought of was like, oh, a cop with a gun. Like, what the hell am I going to do? You know, um, why am I going to like, I don't know what to do. I, I never like I'm literally such a good person. I'm, I try to like not get in trouble. And I was scared. So my anxiety made me jump out of the car. And as soon as I did that, he grabbed his gun. And of course, I got fucking scared. Um, but the good thing is I look like uh, hopefully like a good like a normal person you know but um he came and he's all get back in your car get back in your car and I get it I get it like you don't know what I'm gonna do but I don't have anything on me um and so I get in the car and I was shaking and he pulled told me to pull the window down and he's all give me your ID and I did I was shaking and giving it to him and I was crying and I was just like I'm sorry I'm like it's just shaking and then um I got a ticket, which I was just like, fuck, my mom's gonna get mad. But that's it, I got a ticket. And I was just like, I go to school, I'm a, a student, blah, blah, blah. And then he was just like, like, he didn't give a fuck. He was just like, he went back over there, wrote my ticket, gave it to me. I'm like, okay, more money, you know, more things I owe on top of fucking school, right? And I, I go back to my room and I'm literally so anxious that I'm uh, trying to pack to, like, go, just get out of my mind, get out of, like, this fucking anxiety I had in my fucking head, I was literally packing all this stuff, and I was just, like, it was so much shit that I had, like, right, and I, I couldn't even leave, and I, I, obviously, I keep saying that I didn't sleep that much, but, yeah, like, that's part of the story, like, is that, what I learned is that I guess I could wrap it up at the end with what I know about bipolar disorder, but like basically, like I kept hearing stuff in the car. Like I kept hearing, like I had put like the Beatles on because that's the only music I need music to calm me down. My phone, my phone had died, and uh, my phone had died. Like I literally threw this fucking suitcase and I was trying to drive to Dallas to go see a friend because I, I just needed to be around someone that knew me, that I felt comfortable with, that wasn't going to judge me because of my roommates, how they were being at the time very ugly to me. And I tried to tell my roommates, hey, I have this mental issue, like this uh, mental health thing. And the first thing they say to me, and it's unfortunate because they wanted to be, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they hear this right now because I remember like clearly it just hurt me, the fact that they wanted to be teachers for students with disabilities, right? And they, one of them called me delusional. So that right there was my trigger. She called me delusional, that I was crazy. And instead of listening to me talk about my story, she that's the first thing that came out with bipolar, which fucking sucks. And I, I went to my room and I immediately had a panic attack. I thought I was going to die, literally. Um, and I called my parents, I'm like, come and get me now, like, I don't fucking care, just come and get me now, um, and I went outside, and the car, like, the, the freaking security from that stupid apartment came, and she's, are you okay, and I was sitting on the floor, and I'm like, I'm just, like, all this stuff, and I told my dad, I was just talking to my dad about things that, like, we always talk about, like, conspiracy theory stuff, and I'm like, no wonder I feel so smart about blonde, who's just, like, calming me down, and I'm like, this all makes sense. And I'm like, what if, like, just like the way I talk, like, with my imagination. And 
he calmed me down they came and well that security lady was just like okay and she just left like she didn't give a shit what was going on with me a, a girl that's a college student was outside crying alone you don't know if something happened like they someone raped her or someone did something to her no she didn't fucking give a shit and she left and my parents came and they got me of course my parents are always fucking saving the day and I told them I want to get the fuck out of this apartment that's toxic and I'm like I'm gonna grab I, I don't care I'm like throw all this shit in my room but all that shit doesn't like mean anything to me honestly but I, I, there's pictures of that when I was just like I'm leaving and so I left um, I told them we're moving I want to move out now like I want to move out tomorrow and so I, I did um, and then the apartment complex, well, you can't, you have to, you sign the lease, like, you gotta stay in this lease, and I'm like, I don't really give a shit, honestly, um, and I figured it out, because, like, I went to business school, so I was able to, like, do the whole contracts and talk to them, and just negotiate stuff, and then I was just like, okay, um, you know, I was just like, okay, um, we got out of there, and then they found me a little apartment alone, and it was a really nice apartment, I was by myself, and I was the happiest I've ever been, you know, alone. I could play my music, sing, walk around naked, you know, do whatever the fuck I wanted alone and think and be creative and whatever. And at the time, I when I was alone, I knew all the things that I dreamed of were possible because of, like, I was literally, like, not... No one told me I couldn't do anything, you know? Nobody told me that because of my illness that, like, I... um my mental health basically nobody told me shit that it was impossible because of this condition or whatever i remember looking at like i would always look at harvard and like be like oh i want to apply again maybe for psychology or something because i always wanted to go there um i was looking at i mean i looked like literally you can look up my search thing on google (laughs) and literally how to how to how to like how to do this, how to do that. Like, Google's, like, my best friend. <laughs> and I, uh, uh, I, I don't know, like, did I already say the second part? Okay, so the second time, that was right after the, so they went, and I, I didn't say it the second time in Austin what happened in that hospital. So, uh, my parents came again, and they were concerned because of what these doctors told them that I was crazy. Um, and they, fuck, they came and they were just chasing me around the school like I was a little kid. And I went to the, the, I guess like the, at the time, the, the, what is it called? The, oh, fuck, whatever, the, whatever the school guy. And I think he actually went to my high school, I think, Dean, the Dean. And I told him, I was just like, hey, I understand like all these charts and graphs and stuff. And I know how to like work the, like the stocks and bonds and it makes sense to me I mean obviously I knew I was smart but it's just like it felt like I just needed that reassurance that I wasn't crazy and he was just kind of looking at me like okay huh like confused obviously I was confused I mean I didn't give him context to what has ever happened in my whole life I didn't really know anything um and then my parents of course come like find me and then I, I I'm like just trying to run away from my parents who are like take your medicine you gotta take your medicine and um I went to the, what is it called? I went to the, to go see, like, the people from my scholarship thing. And then I was just like, okay, um, fuck. 
I'm getting in my head, sorry. I'm like, get, I don't know why I'm getting scared at like who's listening to this, but like literally everyone's gonna hear this. Um, I went to one of the offices. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stay in here. And that's where one of the pictures where I put Bianca be patient. And I wrote that down. And the, the a cop came in there, explained everything. I'm like, someone's talking to me over the phone, like not talking like that. Not, I wasn't seeing shit. I meant like somebody's fucking on the other end, fucking with my head. Like obviously anal- people that do the computer stuff, the analytical people, the ones that are just on the hackers, people like that, people on the other fucking side of the screen can do stuff on the phone, you know, add stuff to your phone. And I was just like, I saw things and like, there's someone, I'm like, I even showed them on Apple watch. One of my friends, I'm like, see, do you see these things? Like, there's someone's fucking with me and the cop was kind of interested but he was kind of like huh and then like my parents obviously on the other end with the story that they had in their mind that I was crazy they were just like she just has like this illness and like she went to the hospital she needs to take her medicine she's not taking her medicine blah blah and like I'm just like no like I'm fine and I um whew. and then I the cop was just in there talking to me like it's okay and then and they didn't really have rights anymore at that point as my parents but I respect my parents very much I do I love my parents so much but it's like at that point they didn't understand boundaries and now I understand what the fuck that word means you know and I respect them so much but that's why I needed to get away because I knew who I was as a person and I knew that um this shit didn't define me and um they told them that they had to leave and so when I was at school like I was fine you know I was in the little I was literally at peace in that place because I was people at UT know me like they know doing my stuff you know working creating stuff and when I they I thought they had left I was like again gonna try to go see my friend um who I really liked at the time and I was gonna go see him and I um ended up walking on the mega bus because uh I don't oh they had driven uh they had I don't even speak they had given me a ride and um they had given me a ride and then I didn't have a car so I was just like I'm gonna go get a ticket you know from the mega bus and I go and I walk all the way to the mega bus and talking to this random girl and I'm just like oh my gosh I can probably like all over the internet trying like I'm trending and at the time I mean now I look back like I used to think that I was crazy I used to think that what I did was crazy and my sister would always tell me she's all like you're doing crazy things that you're posting way too much and I was just like all of these fucking this story that I made up in my head that I was crazy I believe that shit and when they were just like yeah like we know the signs of when you're like doing too like when you're just creating too much like or like posting too much and and that's like the story that I fed into that I was just like okay it's this pattern you know that I do and like maybe I am crazy and so I we all started to believe it you know that something was up that I need to take this medicine and I end up um walking to the megabus back to that story because I keep going in loops and I went I changed so that my parents couldn't find me and I went to the bathroom waiting for the megabus felt like people were literally staring at me even though nobody was. So it was just anxiety because I thought people were talking about me. Um, and then it was literally normal. People were just waiting for the bus, like looking at the news, whatever. And then the bus comes and I fucking see my parents again. And they're literally like coming after me, like, and they're just tugging at me. Like, I'm like, they literally felt like the nurses tugging at me. Like, they're like, 
come on, like, Yaka, come here, come home. My mom's crying, come home. Like, she's so dramatic, too. She's my fucking actor. But she was just crying. My dad, too, was just like, Bianca, Mika, Bianca, stop, stop. And I'm just like, literally, all this shit was suppressed in my mind for years, dude. This therapy helped me, like, get that shit out of there. But, um, and my therapist was just crazy. She told me that this was going to happen. Like, all the memories that I had didn't want to talk about, all the fearful things that I was worried that was going to come out with this cognitive behavioral therapy and i'm gonna say that so you can to reiterate what that is it's it helps you by talking and by thinking and by writing by using your brain to just work through your traumas that you have so that you know that you're not alone you know and um this literally just took a year just one year of that and i feel great and i know that i'm not crazy and i think just seeing what, what also helped me was just pictures and reminding myself. Of, I've always been a person of, you know, looking at pictures and looking at my past and, like, reminding myself of the future so I can stay, like, calm and, like, excited. And I think we all do that stuff, you know? We all dream and, like, want big things and everything. But, um, so I tried to, um, again, the cops came. I talked to them. I was just like, I'm fine. They were like, okay, we're going to take you to France. They're trying to help me out and stuff. And my parents were being hovering and following the cop car, like paparazzi, and they were just like trying to figure out like the apartment of where my friend Ashley lived. And I was with Ashley, the other Ashley, not the, this roommate Ashley, but my other friend Ashley. Um, and I was in there and I was sitting there and we we're chilling, like it was fine. And I was just talking to her and then I miss Ashley. That was such a fun day, like just being with her, there with her. And um, I remember I was like. Oh my gosh, I'm so crazy. I don't know. I was just like goofing around, you know, and like I was like, look, like uh, I'm like ugh, fucking just making shit up in my head, and like I I was looking over the little bar thing, kind of like looking, and um, and she's like, Bianca, come back in, Bianca, come back in, <laughs> thinking that was crazy, and so she called the cops again, and she's all like, she's acting like you know crazy um I keep saying crazy I just don't know what word to say she probably didn't say that I meant like she's acting like um like something's up I, I don't know what to do she couldn't control me and so when the cops came I was just like uh um like I'm just like talking again a lot very fast because I was just excited um and I remember I was telling them, I was just like, I don't know, I just can think really fast in, like, my brain. And, dude, obviously, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't have makeup on. Like, I wasn't sleeping because I was reading all this stuff. I was excited. I was studying, you know. And I just remember I was pacing back and forth. I'm like, I can think quick if I look at this color and I can think with my logical brain on this side. And I'm like, I can think, like, with both or whatever. And I was just, like, trying to explain, like, the things that I've read all my life, you know, like. I just I read a lot and I love learning a lot and my dad and I talk about all these things and like um we have all these ideas of like inventions and I I was telling them that and one of the guys um at the time like I was sitting down with my legs crossed and they're like can you control yourself though and I'm like yeah I can and then um and they're like are you sure you can control yourself and I'm like, I can't, I can't control myself. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's all these things now. Um, and then I was just looking straight at the camera. I'm like, I'm like, that's just the camera. It's not gonna scare me. You know, y'all aren't doing anything to hurt me. Um, and I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Sorry. I'm like laughing at myself, but like at the same time, like it's it's crazy. Anyways, and I was sitting there at the on the wall. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, thank God I went to UT. Because, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm thinking about how like literally I'm like fucking Bernie Sa- Sanders 2.0. But I was just sitting down and I was just, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was sitting down and I was just talking to them and they were just like, putting their hands on my shoulders, holding me down. Like, one of them started crying about everything I was saying, and I remember that clearly. And then two of the other ones definitely did not make the right decision because, I don't know, maybe race, maybe anything. I'm not going to bring that up. I don't know, you know. Um, and they brought in a, a psych, and they did an eval- evaluation, and I, again, tested for, I mean, check, checked all the marks. I checked all the marks for bipolar disorder, right? And... I um, ended up getting, what's it called? I ended up getting taken back into a hospital, but this time it was in Austin, so it was a really good one. And they were they treated me well. It was fun. Like, this time I was just like, I'm going to have fun with this, you know? I'll listen to what they have to say, but I, I went, and I, I did it once, I could do it again, you know? Um, and I remember, like, again, I'm not making this story up. Like, oh, fuck. I remember going to oh fuck I was in the hospital is again same routine come on seven in the morning take your meds same routine that I said earlier and that happened and I was just like oh, fuck let's do this again but I was just like you know what I was just I was talking to the nurses and stuff and I was just making the most out of their like time in my time there and I was just like y'all look like football players like are you sure you're, is this a real place like I was just like pretending like th- I was just tricking my mind to think like this was something better than what it actually was. And that time I made it through, you know, okay. And I was just like, I'm going to pretend like I'm in a movie right now. And this is like, and Jimmy Fallon's like fucking with me. Cause I always love Jimmy Fallon and stuff. And I, um, he, oh my God, this makes so much sense though. Okay. So at the time, Jesus Christ, did y'all send it? I'm just stop talking in third person. Okay, I keep doing that. Because I'm telling you, I was talking to my phone this whole time that what someone was on the other end, probably like the government or the fucking like president or someone that was looking at my phone that's just checking for safety. Um, Again, because I'm not against our government. But, uh, <laughs> and that happened and I told them, I was just like, all this stuff too is in my phone you know, all this story, like, is in my phone and stuff, but basically, like, um, I ended up going to, fuck, I'm gonna laugh so hard, okay, I ended up going to, I don't mean to laugh, I'm just, like, laughing because of how, like, much I cried this whole, oh my god, why am I over-explaining, hold on, I gotta explain the story, hold on, that's ADHD talking right there, <laughs> oh, pause, okay, let's go back, um, so I ended up going through, I feel like I'm going in circles. This is why I feel like I need questions. Um, fuck. I'm getting in my head. Uh, la, 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 You were um, your second time of being in the hospital? In the hospital. Okay, yes, thank you. There was a girl there, and I, I, held, I did her braids and stuff, and I was just dancing around, like, just having fun. I know they were fucking with me, too, and they put music on, like, and they were turning off the music, and I... They were switching on the names. And I was just like, oh, at least that's what I told myself in the, my head, right? So I didn't make it like, but it was fine. It was a good week when my parents came. I was just pissed off at them because they did it again. I took the meds. I was like, yeah, I took them, whatever. And then um, 
I'm not gonna go too much into that one because it was just like again I mean I could tell a funny story was that um I had one of the girl nurses she was there and I was like hi ma'am um (laughs) I grabbed the badge from her her and I like I mean I have long ass legs so I ran out the door I fucking like dipped it like I ran as fast as I could and I didn't know where I was I was just like you know looking everywhere and here comes Mr. Football big tall guy and he comes and tackles me and he grabs me and like my arm he twists it and I'm like holy shit I'm like oh my gosh I'm like no and I was like I'm like ouch 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 like I was like I'm like stop I'm like this hurts and then he was just like like really strong and like like a dude obviously and then I was just like can you like calm down I'm like I'm sorry and he's like, you need to go back in there and take your medicine. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so, like, I went and I was just going to sleep, whatever. And then um, what else happened? I don't know. I'm in a, enough about the hospitalization stuff because I don't want to, like, get sad. But that happened. I got out. As soon as I got out, I got an internship again with HEB, which I was just like, wait, we don't even know what happened to me. Like, I was literally crazy. And I was in the hospital and, like, I'm taking meds and stuff. And they're like, no, we want you to come and intern with us, intern them with them for, like, I don't know how many months, nine months. I was depressed at the time still. I was still overweight and all this stuff. And then, um, what's it called? I went back to school. Didn't really talk to many people. I mean, I don't really want to go too much into detail with this. I just want to end up saying, like, I finished school this August. But what I want to say is that I feel like, you know, I guess, like, at the end of the day, like, the whole point of, like, this whole story, because there's so much more to this, is that I ended up, um, when I say I, I was testing myself, it's because, like, I've always been into science and stuff, and I, when I was growing up, I was doing science fairs, and, like, I literally, there's pictures of me doing all that stuff, um, and I literally just, I don't know, I use my journals and stuff, and I, like, I know my patterns and the sleep patterns and like all of this stuff is in books. Like it's, it's called, um, circadian rhythm for a reason. You gotta go to sleep with the sun and you gotta go to sleep when the sun goes down, wake up when the sun goes up. Like that's it. It's the time change. It's just an illusion. When I say it's just an illusion, doesn't mean I'm fucking crazy. It means like literally if I go to freaking China right now, it's going to be literally the opposite of what it is over here probably or something like that. And all you have to do is just get your, eight hours of sleep and it's the same thing you know and you just gotta eat healthy and like take care of yourself and take care of your little mind because that mind can literally rule your body and that mind is literally if you stress out your immune system will shut down and it will shut down and when you shut down you get sick and that's when you get this covid virus that we it's a virus it's literally a virus that is literally just like the flu which happened and if you look at an old video there's a video of george bush saying that this flu something like this is going to happen again in the future which is easy to predict because this is the world there's patterns in this world it's literally nature things are going to happen over and over again you know it's in nature patterns happen literally nature fits perfectly as one and it's just too hard to explain through this. It's just like you there's apps, there's videos on all this stuff. You just gotta go look for this information. It's not conspiracy theories. It's literally stuff that I'm talking about, like and um anyways, so just literally you just gotta take care of your body, eat healthy, whole foods, like 
and I've talked to like I talked to this lady like a couple weeks ago and I was just like how how did you like she told me she she had to go take her her young daughter that's young that has COVID you know that's like people are dying from this fucking shit and she was 90 years old healthy and thriving taking her daughter that was sick you know to go and um take her food and medicine and all this stuff right Oh, God damn it. Big Pharma's going to come get me. <laughs> Fuck. And so, um, I'm nothing against doctors, but if you go read The Pearl, literally read that book. It literally ta- starts with, with these fucking doctors. When they came into the picture and they introduced medicine, read The Pearl. I'm telling you, just read it. I'm not going to explain anything to do with that book. Just small book. It's a small book. John Steinbeck, I think that's his name. Read that book. They literally te- show us these books when we're kids, you know, pay attention to those books. Education's where everything starts. And I need you to open, crack open these books instead of looking at, oh, my gosh, look at everybody that has all these clothes and stuff. I live in L.A. and I see that shit and things haven't changed here. I live in L.A. and I see people here that are, quote, unquote, crazy and are called crazy. Oh, there's so many homeless people. It's so dirty out there. There's shit on. There's literal shit here in these streets because there's not enough to provide for these people. You know, it's there's not enough to provide for people that need help for mental health. Um, and we put so much emphasis on, like, war and stuff like that as opposed to fucking mental health that would literally save the whole fucking world from all this shit that we're going through. And I'm sorry that I'm cussing. I'm sorry. That's just how I talk. But anyways, um, and it's unfortunate because I had a friend who was in the, like, again... Nothing against the army because every freaking country has an army. But what I'm trying to say is that he was just like, you know, on a bomb, an atom thing, whatever you fucking want to call it, a nuclear bomb. Just like riding it like a horse. And no no offense to you, I love you as a friend. But like it was a toy. Like this was a fucking toy. And we have people like that goofing around in the army thinking that they're tough shit like guys. And playing around and enlisting in the army because unfortunately that's what we have to do in this fucking system is that we, sometimes when we can't get a job that we want or we can't go to school because it's fucking so expensive. School is so expensive. People are so scared to go to school because they don't not want to go to school because it's like literally so expensive to go to school. Loans. You got to take out loans, credit score, all this shit. Okay. I know how to fucking work a credit card. I have literally 20 credit cards. All this shit's plastic. At the end of the day, all this money is fucking bullshit. There's no nothing tied to money. The real shit is gold that people like have hidden in their fucking houses, hidden all these powerful fucking people. Like literally read the book. This one right here that's going viral all over the place. Go on TikTok. It's called The Laws of Human Oh no, not that one. Not the laws of human nature. Same guy. Literally that that's literally read that one. All these books have all this shit. Go to the library. Power by Robert Greene. He actually lives in Los Angeles, I think. Um, and then this one, The Laws of Human Nature. Read all of that shit. Literally, those two books, there's more books. There's literally the internet. Fucking go read that shit. You'll wake up. But Power is like, I didn't even need to read this. I didn't even fucking need to read it. Like, I know, like, what it is. Like, I didn't even... These are all stories. Like, these are all stories about, like, all this stuff. Like, that's what books are. They're just, like, people's, like side of their story but they're literally trying to send a message and like that's what these movies are trying to do like the matrix like open your fucking eyes like that's all it is but people can't talk because 
again like people as a mass like we have the power not people that are up and have the money you know what I mean and I think for the longest time too like I don't know um I was just so scared of the spotlight I just didn't want to be like no attention like I just want to do my thing learn read I always wanted things for my parents I wanted to buy them a house and all this stuff I'm not gonna get emotional with that I just wanted to talk about like the main reason why I'm like telling you all this is that I think for the longest time, people were just so so afraid of, like, all this stuff. And I feel like I lost you guys probably at, because um, I'm literally jumping all over the place. But um, I don't have anything in front of me. Again, these are all coming off of my memories. I don't have a script. But um, oh, where was I? Um, God, think. Okay. So I did go back to school. Um, I finished school. I was on all these drugs. I kept trying different ones. I was like, no, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Every single thing. And then I I honestly really wanted to take myself off of this meds. And I remember I spoke to someone in Austin. They're like, yeah, my daughter, uh, my fr- my sister has bipolar disorder. And she's all like, she, she knows how to use it too, like, you know, to help her be creative, stuff like that. And I was like, I want to do that one day. But my mom's like, no, not right now. I remember in business school, I was so anxious to the point wh- where my hands were shaking shaky trembling and I thought it was the medicine um and it was just anxiety so I ran into a cubicle as I've done before in high school I did that too and I was fucking being made fun of because I was so skinny and I had anxiety and my coach would tell me that I was fucking whatever we're not dealing with that lady okay <laughs> but I went into the closet and I just like what helped me was a closet being dark and dark like a dark space and it calmed me down and that's it and this is stuff that like they offer at UT too. They have little rooms and you just go in there and you calm yourself, you meditate, you listen to music. Like the way I'm talking, I'm very calm like that. The calmas with music and all that stuff. And basically like so much more like scientifically that I can go into with this, but like everything that I've been posting is literally the answers to this illness or all these illnesses, all these mental health things, like these are the answers. And um what's it called it's not medicine we don't need medicine medicine maybe for i don't know taking care of whatever but at the end of the day your mental health if you take care of that you're good with your whole body you're fine you know um and i think uh i don't know i learned that um it it helped me like i'm just very like i respect my parents so much that every time i like i just listen to them my dad's of course um what i posted was that like him sending me all the medicines you know that every single take your medicine take your medicine take your med-, like felt like the doctors every day you know even though like when i have a conversation with my dad it's very like intellectual and he talks to me about you know all these things that people are posting that shouldn't be posting because if they do they will get killed or something will happen to them or that they will disappear them and he tells me, Bianca, you cannot talk like that because someone will come and do something to you, which is very unfortunate that we have to think that way. Um, and we have people that say stuff not the right way and then disappear them and they have to go to a different country because they're just trying to help. But they may say it in the wrong way. That may seem like, oh, they're against like the system, which is necessarily not the right way, I guess. They didn't do it the right way. But it's just like, I think somebody just wants to like, I think, like, the whole government thing is not that, like, they're bad. Like, the U.S. isn't bad. I just feel like there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like where I'm trying to come from is, like, the mental health standpoint. And I do not like talking about politics. I really did not like into this because I I view politics in a very different way than many people do. Many people pick one side or the other. And I'm very much of a, like, 
no you can see it in both sides like I can literally be on this side and I can tell you that no this is what I see because this person did this this is right and this is wrong it's just right and wrong it's two polar opposites literally yin and yang with the shit that I've been talking about two things the bipolar that's the same fucking thing as two words um and so then I don't know like I guess at the end of the day like what I want to say is that I stopped taking the medicine again on October and I was on this the medicine called Depakote, which was given to me by a psychiatrist. And this medicine, I'm going to be honest with you, did not feel like I was taking anything at all. There was no symptoms. It, I quite honestly, if I can tell you something, it felt like it was a uh, placebo. Because <laughs> there was days I wouldn't take it. And I think my own head was telling me, like, I was, um, I don't know. I don't know. I sometimes I keep thinking in my head, like, I'm like, was someone, like, from UT trying to, like, help me test this out for the longest time? And that's why we did all this together. Like, where you guys, like, y'all already knew that I knew this. And, like, because I'm telling you, like, when I say I saw stuff on my phone, what I mean is that when I was looking all these things up, I was doing my research. But I'm telling you, like, it's so fucking weird to me that Jimmy Fallon was planted. Like, why UT? Like, why, when I told my little story of Jimmy Fallon, he came in there. And I know you guys know me, and you're, like, giving me all this stuff, and I don't want all these things. I don't need any more money, like, from scholarships, and I love you. Like, I love you guys if you're listening from UT. But Jimmy Fallon came, and <laughs> I remember I put on, on my friend on Twitter. They were just like, he's here, whatever. Like, And, I, of course, I run over there. It's so close to my apartment. I'm alone. And... Oh my goodness sake. Okay, and I go and I see him and I'm just like excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm fucking like, it's Jimmy Fallon. I remember seeing Matthew McConaughey too and he looked straight at me and I, I was just like, oh, it's just Matthew. <laughs> you know, it's not like, you know, and I knew, <laughs> I knew um, when I saw Matthew was that he freaking went to the bathroom the other way and everyone's like trying to take pictures of him and I'm like, logically, Matthew is not stupid. He's gonna go like, the way where obviously nobody's at so I was like let me go pass this way and he did pass it right by me and I didn't say anything I was just like I looked at him and that's it and then I tried to get him like with my phone oh my I'm no one that's it that's all I'm gonna say (laughs) and he looked straight at my phone like he knew I was recording but I didn't want to I'm that's fucking weird to like be taking pictures of celebrities you know it's like giving their space you know um and everyone's just trying to chase them down and stuff but anyways um that he left and I'm just saying like back to the story with like Jimmy was that they were they had set up and they were like taking they were like fucking doing the show and someone had dropped the <laughs> uh Rockefeller Center pass and I was just like oh my gosh like I guess I'll keep it as a souvenir I didn't even get anything like in return like I mean I not in return I kept it as a souvenir like I keep all my shit I was like, man, one day, I'm like, one day I'll be able to work in a place like that. Or maybe I could get a job, like, in corporate or something. Even though I knew the only reason why I wanted to go was to be seen, you know? Be seen for, like, my talents that I hidden from everyone for the longest time. That I, like, my my ability to sing and, like, dance and, like, act and, like, be who, like, I am. Which is not what I'm going to talk about right now because I'm not. I'm so fucking dramatic. I'm sorry. It's I get that on <laughs> my whole life. But anyways, so um 
I picked up the thing, I did the right thing, and I just turned it in, and I went to class, and I was, like, literally in class, like, learning about business. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. And it was marketing. I literally never studied in school, by the way. Never once did I go to the library. Um, it's because it's, like, so, it's, like, I don't know. I love reading, but I can read so fast, like, and memorize everything so quick that it's, like, and I'm, like, it's easy, it's logic. I already talked about this. So, uh, the other thing is, um, I was writing on my journal, just like, I'm going to go to the show, I'm going to go, literally, that's all I was thinking about, and when I want something, I'm going to go get it, you know, I'm always going to fucking get what I want, no matter what, like, I'm very, like, goal-oriented, or, or, how do you say, goal-oriented person, and so I went, and I turned it in, y después, um, I turned in and I was like, hi, I'm like, I'm actually wondering, like, if you guys, by chance, like, I don't know, if I had an extra ticket. Because I was like, the worst they can say is no, you know? And they're like, yeah, we're waiting for you. Um, damn it, they probably have been planning this for years. And, <laughs> and then they gave me the thing. I'm in that fucking, like, video, you know, gordita, like, all chunky and, like, going through my little thing. And, um. I'm like, did y'all do this shit for me only? <laughs> Fuck. Okay, anyways. And I was just watching the show, and, like, I remember these, like, girls. Um, I guess you're the race, but, like, they were just like, can we get your seat next year? Can we can you switch the spots? And I'm like, no. Like, I got this ticket, like, um, and I'm like, how did y'all get y'all's tickets? And they're like, oh, our moms know, like, so-and-so, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, like, I literally got the perfect seat. Like, I'm not going to give this up. I'm sorry. And, I mean, I know I like the way I look, but I was definitely, like, not, like, I was confident, but I was just, like, even though these girls are skinny and pretty and, like, whatever, I was just, like, I'm not going to give away my seat, you know? And then... I don't know. I watched um I watched the show. It was fun. It changed my fucking life. Um I literally the best life time of my life. It literally like made me realize what I wanted to do when I grew up. Like I knew my dreams and I the I mean that's what kept me going was like that fucking and sorry. Fuck. Shut up. That night changed my fucking life. Like I knew what I wanted, and I, I did. I even though like everybody was just like, "Why are you gonna take so long? Like, why are you gonna do that program, the UTLA program?" I was like, "No, I really want to go. Like, I do. I know what I want. You know." And when I was in business school, like it was fun, but I just don't didn't want to work for the corporate world. Like, I'm sorry, but. I love business. I can make, like, it's easy to make a business plan. It's easy for me to, like, I don't know, do all that shit. But I just, money has never been something that I loved, you know? Like, that I was just enticed to or, like, that I felt very, like, I don't know. It didn't move me. Like, it, like, you know, life moved me. Like, movies move me and music moves me. And, like, money is just money and fame is, like, literally can be taken away in a second. And... Um, I remember they're like, okay, we're gonna take a selfie, <laughs> and like we did, and I'm like right next to him. I'm literally looking at him, literally right on my wall, <laughs> fucking Jimmy. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm right like in that fucking video. I'm not gonna like go into that, whatever. And I don't know, like that nice, like literally changed my life. And like I kept applying for the page program so many times, and they kept saying no. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, long story short, I guess that's why I keep saying chase your dreams because like it is possible. But, um, I don't know. I figured out that I could do anything that I wanted. That I could do anything that like without people thinking that I was crazy. Um, I stopped the medicine. Um, I started switching over to like natural things like melatonin which our body already has like um minerals and drinking um me and my dad talk about like all this stuff that's good for the brain and your brain health and like vitamins and stuff vitamins and minerals like that like not fucking lithium which is like battery acid and like all these other medicines that are like literally killing us um that are going into our liver and are just toxins for our body and and then, so I was at the time, I had been diagnosed with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, which, did I just say, no, no, did I, am I, am I curing cancer right now with all these things too? Because it's just like, I literally have, I feel like I have all the answers to all this stuff, but basically polycystic ovarian syndrome is a syndrome that it starts in the ovaries. And your this, this happened to me when I was very stressed at a young age. I didn't get my period till I was in high school. And basically what I know from that syndrome is that your body will not let you have babies if it's in a toxic environment, which I unfortunately had growing up when I was at home because unfortunately my mom also had that environment growing up, which, you know, is a very a common thing for it to like kind of happen over time. If It's just, it's a... You know, if somebody has, like, a mental illness, it's going to pass down for a while until that person is in a better, like, environment. And that's why I believe that your environment kind of molds you into whether it's a healthy environment, you will be better. So, say, like, um, my sister, if she were to move out from the house, like, she would be in a better environment that's hurt by herself. And I think that happens in nature, too. It's just part of nature is that, like, the mom is going to be, you know, overbearing, caring about her kids. And then the dad's going to be kind of like more just like chill. And then, I mean, this happens. And then like the, the bird's going to fly, fly away and go home, like go find its own nest and start all over. Um, it's like evolution, all this stuff that we talk about science stuff, you know? And um, anyways, um, I don't know. I just remember stuff from school. Like, they literally will buy... Like, they bought me a journal so I could feel better. You know, I saw that journal. And I, like, just write. And... I don't know. I was just crying all the time. And, like, depressed. But, like, writing literally made my life. And I always told everybody I wanted to be a writer. And um, I finished school. And I did the program one semester. And it was, like, the best semester of my life. I met so many cool people over here. Um, I did two internships that were paid for, and I don't have to really name them. They were great places. <laughs> I remember, oh my gosh, I lied to them, and oh, I'm sorry. But I remember one time they were just like <laughs> during the meeting. <laughs> oh my gosh, because I fell asleep during the meeting, <laughs> and they were just like Bianca, like, are you there or whatever? And I was asleep. I was locked, knocked the fuck out on the bed, and they were just like. Bianca wake up or whatever not like that but they were just like uh, mad not really I don't know they were kind of embarrassed and so they had a meeting with me and they're like Bianca you can't do that 
And I'm like, okay. And so I didn't say it like that. I'm sorry. I said it like, I was just like, okay, like, um, I'm sorry. Like, and then they're like, okay, you're going to have a meeting. <laughs> and then, um, and then I had a meeting with them and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just crying. I was just like, I have bipolar disorder. And, and I'm like, da, da, da. I made up this bullshit, right? Story, whatever. And the story that I've, I've been crying about my whole fucking life. Um, I have this mental illness. And why am I eating these melatonins? Like the gummies. I'm sorry. Okay. And um, they were just like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, and they were just like, you didn't really have to share all that kind of. And I was like, like, I don't know. I've been very, I'm a vulnerable person. I don't care about talking about this stuff. I already accepted it. And therapy kind of helped me accept it. And I know I'm talking about medicine like I fucking hate it, but I'm sorry. It's just it makes all, it makes sense to me. And that's all I'm going to say, okay? I'm sorry I was cussing earlier. But, again, like, um, that experience changed my life, too. Like, it was a great time. I, I don't know, just being in L.A., finally graduating, like, in August. And then trying to get a job. And I couldn't do it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, people are ugly and rude. And that, not the great, like, leadership that I wish, like, was out there I just see somebody like it, I didn't give a shit that I owe $17 an hour I just wanted to do be in a place where I loved what I was doing and I um I don't know like it just it wasn't right I couldn't fucking find a job and again I just kept doing like freelance stuff and I remember telling my marketing professor just like I called him like crying I'm like, just feel, I'm so anxious and blah 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 and he's like it sounds like you already know what you got to do. And I was like, should I quit? And he's like, like, you know, he's like, he's probably like, girl, go talk to your therapist. I don't know. Don't ask me. And so I ended up, I didn't quit. Okay. I don't like quitting things, but I put my two weeks in the proper way. I didn't really explain too much because you don't have to. Like, there's laws for a reason, HIPAA stuff. You don't really have to explain that stuff. So I ended up not. And then I left and I, I've been meaning to like reach out to say I'm sorry but this is all this might like everything I've been dealing with myself and then I and uh, around I think it was around October I decided I wanted to slowly wean myself off of the medicine just completely honestly and um I I did and then um I don't know sorry I'm like it's hard to like go with this story because I'm like I keep thinking about the amount of people that listen to this but um I did in October, and I did feel like I got manic, but I, I honestly, I feel like I triggered that myself because I was sleeping, I was doing a lot of research, and I found that your mania is triggered, like, about three days in, um, and I can I can reach hypomania, which is great, um, it's just, like, the feeling of euphoria, which is, like, that show that everybody watches, all that stuff, just watch that show, like, literally has everything in there. Um, the euphoric feelings of excitement, dopamine, like all of these chemicals in our body, yeah, all that's natural. And then I don't know, that's it. And I don't know, everything's online. Don't ask me. <laughs> um, and so like that was like the bipolar disorder spectrum, and that's everything. That's literally, but the bipolar dis- disorder spectrum is like a like a spectrum. So it's kind of like light. Light is in waves, and like so is um. So is like the music hurts like you can play a music like music that's very like I don't know I could talk about music all day and like um literally check Spotify my I, the amount of playlists that I have and like the amount of like 
movies that I watch. But anyways, like music, light, like all of that affects you and the scene that you're in, which is like your life. And I can literally put light over here and make might make the scene look a little darker than it is and make it feel like very depressive. Or I can make it bright in here, give it like the euphoric feeling. It's kind of like that movie Horse Girl. Like it kind of gives that feeling. But um, anyways, back to like the whole mental health, which I've been like trying to get like, that's like the, that's the thing I guess I want to talk about. Um, and when I posted all that stuff with John Lennon, I'm sorry, I'm just obsessed with them. Um, but I don't know, guys, I'm just, uh, that's everything that's on my mind. That's a long thing, but it's just, yeah, that's, that's it, guys. Bipolar disorder, ADHD, uh, psychosis. Psychosis is tri- triggered by not sleeping, you know. Um, I, I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me, but I definitely do a lot of research, and I know a lot about the brain and neurons. I've always wanted to be like a, what is it called? A uh, brain doctor, a neurolog- neurosurgeon? No, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing really scares me, honestly, but that's it that's my story time for this one and i can definitely go into more but i think that's everything because i'm getting like very anxious thinking about all these people actually listening to this um so i think that's it for tonight i'm gonna watch a movie <laughs> this movie's making me feel better but again thank you if you had anything to do with this shit and you were communicating with me through my phone or unless i made that up in my head but um i don't know i could go on all day i just feel like this past time in October, I thought I was going manic, and I started seeing stuff, but I, I literally triggered that shit by myself. And uh, I told my roommate, I'm like, I swear, like, I applied to the CIA, all <laughs> this crazy stuff. And I ended up, um, I held it, I controlled myself, like they did in the hospital, but I didn't really need anyone to hold me down. And I um, took my little melatonin, went to sleep. I was just, like, kind of, like, I don't know. I'm sorry I was angry earlier. It's just like, I, I think, I don't know. I always feel like people are against me and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, no, whatever. It's part of the bipolar spectrum, which all of us have. Um, and there's all of these illnesses kind of fall on that spectrum. And I don't know. It's all on there. I feel like I'm kind of done talking. Like I'm getting very nervous. So not nervous, just whatever. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't know if there's anything to add to that shit. Is there any questions, I guess, Esme? So, I guess just like a quick little one-minute ask. How do you feel now mentally? (laughs) Healthy, fine, happy. What I've been my whole life, you know? I feel great. Like, I feel like Bianca from before the hospitalization. Mm -hmm. I feel good. I, I finished school. I feel like finally, like... I can literally do whatever I want with my life, and even though I want to go back to school, like, I do it because I know what I want, and I'm like, maybe if, like, I I do something big, they'll notice me, you know, and I think that's always how I've been as a little kid, like, I'm like, oh, I gotta go big so I can notice you. No one really noticed me when I was a kid. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's everything. I mean, okay, so last question, um what would you recommend to those who are struggling with the same thing, but they don't oh. have the funds to get yeah. a therapist or things like that? So what would you yeah, recommend yeah. them do, to do? Oh my gosh, just do what I did as a kid. Literally like 
be yourself go do fun stuff go outside go exercise take care of your body like drink water and literally drink the water that you need to drink so you don't look fucking like i do right now because i have not taken a self-care day because i feel like i've been trying to solve this issue for so long when i it was just my own fear of trying to like i i knew the answer to to it but it's just like i was so scared that i was gonna be thrown in the hospital again but anyways um god damn it okay so I just like literally take care of yourself. Anything's fucking possible in this world if you just take care of yourself and your brain and your health and you eat whole foods. I don't mean like that fucking fast food's like bad for you. I don't mean it like that. I'm saying I was saying it passionately because I'm like, you're fucking with me. I get that. I mean, okay, when you feel like, anyways, I'm not gonna get into that. Okay, no, no, I'm not thinking like. I'm sorry, I got mad earlier. But um, what I want to say is like the, the main thing components of being healthy is like. Take care of your body. Your body is literally your and like it'll protect your it'll protect you from toxins and like anything that's coming into like your body will be protected by immune system, which is the shit about COVID. I was telling my dad like this shit is a fucking fear, a, a virus that's caused by fear and this shit that like unfortunately some people have to take a lot of medicine and that stuff is very like it has a lot of symptoms so it'll make you get brain fog and like not be able to think and I can definitely understand why my mom was trying to stay away from all that stuff and I'm glad she did but what I'm trying to tell my mom is that she needs to see a therapist and like take care of herself already (laughs) because I'm already a grown adult mom and I love you but you know it's time for me to let me fly away I will come back and visit you like get off of me for a bit (laughs) uh no wonder i lost my phone earlier today because i wasn't paying attention but yeah that happened uh, not today but the other day i lost my phone and like she came and she hugged me and said bye but because i told her i wasn't gonna go home for a while because i'm like i do not like attention and i feel like that's exactly what i brought myself to get (laughs) today or whatever i did last night but um i don't know just like take care of like the main thing again is just like always say like doing the things that you love and read and like everybody's doing this now like I feel like TikTok has helped a lot with kids opening their minds up and like people becoming literal literal like billionaires overnight because of their ideas and knowing that like it's possible and I think Mm -hmm. that's why like I've done I've always told people do it you know do it because all my life I have gotten people that said don't do it and I got tired of it and I don't share a lot I do share everything I'm very vulnerable but I don't even tell people my, like what I want to do anymore. I'm just kind of like at this point of just like doing it now. Because I've literally conquered two hospitalizations, you know. But I think that's pretty much it. I, I actually kind of want to read my books and stuff. But 82 minutes is a lot for people to hear. So hopefully that's enough content. Um, I think. You're going to have to edit the the beginning though. What did I, What happened in the beginning? Oh, nothing. It was just we were you were like, wait, hold on. And, like, you went to go do something. I don't know. No, nah, it's fine. I think it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to Sorry, guys. I don't want money from this. Just listen. <laughs> but, okay. Oh, I feel I feel good. I'm sorry I took all that out. That's me and Esme do, like, therapy. Right, Esme? I owe you so much money. I'm your listener, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only person that listens to me because my mama doesn't listen to me sometimes. But, look... The thing, too, is that these things, these issues come up because of our parents. Like, unfortunately, they didn't get, like, the, um, they didn't get, like, their, yeah, the attention that they needed growing up. They had, like, neglect and things that happened. And, like, 
there's unfortunate things that happen that are very like sad in this world, like sexual abuse and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I've always known my mom's story, but I, I was too scared to like talk about it. And she would say, you would, you'll understand when you get older. And she's very protective of me and always has been. And she will definitely defend me with everything that she has and like hold me so tight and stuff. And like, like literally she called me. She's like, when are you coming back? Are you going to come see us? I'm like, yes, I am going to come see you mom. <laughs> but I don't know. I love her. And like, I love my dad. Like I love my whole family and everything that's happened in my life. Like now I'm just like, did I bring that to me? Did I attract that? Or is people, are people literally doing that like for me? <laughs> cause I'm just like, I'm looking at my room and like my vision board. I don't even want to make one anymore. Cause I'm living in my vision. It's living proof. It's like, I don't even know what I want to do with my life anymore. So I'm just like, I finally get to just lay down like I did like a kid and just lay in the sun and like just taking the vitamin D and just like calm down, you know, but I don't know. I think that's everything. I'm going to read this book about movies and stuff because I don't really want to watch movies, but it sounds like facts about all these like old movies. But anyways, I think that's everything. Any other questions? No, I think that's it. Okay. Can you close it off for me? I'm talking. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye, Esme. Bye. Bye.